Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit show. Introducing Justin Curry at Wizard of Whiskey, Julia Men at The Wee Tipple, and Mindy Schwartz at Whiskey Editor. And now, pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know I will. Oh my god, that is record, record for Julia Snorts. At, I mean, that, wow. Anyway, today we open with a quote from our superb guest, Mr. Robert Diana. Yes. Having sliced avocado, homemade mini frittatas, an organic apple, and freshly ground coffee for breakfast. The sudden realization that you're a fucking hipster? Priceless. <laughs> IPAs and craft beers, vapes, beards, and man buns. Welcome to the hipster episode, aka we're going to sit here and bitch about how hipsters are ruining everything. Cheers. This is a fucking that? booze show. What the hell happened? I mean, I'm sure we'll tie it in. <laughs> we're gonna talk about booze in here. Somewhere. Gonna, oh, I know. Yeah, we don't know how yet. We're just gonna. Oh do no, it on, we do know. We know exactly how. Ruining everything. Oh, everything. Okay. <laughs> Well, um, this, this ties in the booze more than mustard did. Um, you know what? I say what you will about the condiment episode. I feel <laughs> like it was up for an Emmy. Um, I'm not sure how we got up so far off fucking topic. Got lost in the mail. Pandemic's <laughs> throwing everything off. Fucking condiment episode? Like, seriously, that's where we fucking went? It is. It is. This is why we needed a fucking producer to keep us on fucking track. Oh, my God. That was planned before I came on. Yeah. Julia, what's in your glass? what's in my glass what is, oh yeah facing off uh, our last episode where we had the generous rob dana chatting with us about whiskey reviews where we tasted through a wild turkey 101 i went in the same vein with a wild turkey rare breed barrel proof so honestly okay uh yeah what's the what's the actual proof on this 116.8 proof which is 54 percent abv i do get a hint of that alcohol, but honestly, not as much as I got on the um, the one on one. But also, this bottle is down to its honestly like last two pours. It it smells definitely in the same wheelhouse of bourbony, um, but it does smell a bit more musty, and I get more of a dried red fruit vibe, which I didn't get at all on the one on one. You do get some of that. It's more like old cinnamon, older brown sugar. I have no idea how old this bottle is. I got it from someone somewhere along the line and it was mostly empty by the time I got it. So, you know, I take what I'm given just to expand my palate, I guess. Ooh, okay. You can definitely feel a little bit of that burn, but it's really quite silky. Um, just very nuanced vanilla. A lot of times bourbon comes off like slapping you in the face with vanilla and caramel. N not here at all. 
It's very, very subtle. It has more of a rich, warm, baked spice, subtle oakiness to it. Um, and again, that dried fruit character, though I'd say this one tends more toward the almost raisin vibe, so not quite as red. Pretty persistent finish. I'm still tasting it. Um, yeah, this is still this talking, nice. My God. Oh my God, we talked, you know what? Everyone go back and listen about the whole analytical way I taste things versus Justin saying, oh, this smells like frankincense and myrrh. I really like it, okay? I literally have ranted multiple episodes against frankincense and myrrh. You clearly don't listen to me, number one. Number yeah. two, 17 no, minutes don't. in. Land you know what? That's, plane. that's, oh my God. You know what, that's I, what flowers my It's rare breed, she's allowed. That's, okay. yeah, thank you. Thank you, Rob. We have our guest coming to my defense. You know what? That That's what sours my mash. I was going to talk about plants, but no, I'm going to talk about <laughs> my cohorts and no, no. how ridiculous please, please they are. Please talk about plants because I'd love to know what a vegan has to rant about plants. <laughs> when they die or when I need to try and perk them back up or when some do well and some don't. And like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? I don't know because I took all of these baby plants from the mother plant and like half of them are doing great. And then some of them, they were doing great. And they just died for no reason. I'm like, what the fuck bitches? But you know what? My pothos is doing real good. Remind me not to mail you cuttings. <laughs> mail me cuttings, mail me cuttings, mail me cuttings, please. If anyone is listening, I take cuttings. Bring me the plants, please. <laughs> Rob, what what are you drinking? Are we still with Wild Turkey yeah. Little One? We switch it up. <laughs> oh no, of course not. We're we're changing to some Lagavulin Eight actually, which is oh. something I'm reviewing. Um, it's interesting because like I'm a huge fan of Lagavulin Sixteen, um, and it's definitely a lot lighter, and it's just not. It, it's just a very different feel for a Lagavulin. Because you get a lot of the honey, um, the earthy peat, but it's not like, it's not the 16, I guess is the best way to put it. Mm. However, I do love Lagavulin. Um, yeah, the vanilla is just, it's just delightful. Um, the peat is not overwhelming. It just kind of balances it nicely. Excuse me. There's also um, it's a pear, uh, like a drier pear, not quite a dried pear, but it's maybe old. I don't know. Um, like an old or something? Yeah, I have no idea what you just said, so that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a I don't know. It's a pear at a store. <laughs> no, um, it, it's just kind of like a, a just a drier taste from the pear perspective but it's like but it is a really nice balance um the one thing i would say about the lagavulin eight is it's just a little rough around the edges i wouldn't say there's like a ton of ethanol but it's like lagavulin 16 makes its money off of being this refined scotch and this i think on purpose is just not that refined and it's just a little rough around the edges is the best way i can put it um, still quite good though. I, I do like it a lot. Good show, good show. Mendicious. <laughs> Rob, does anything sour your mash? Oh yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I forgot about that one today. Um, hmm. I, honestly, I think sometimes it's just people. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, in this case, it's it's one of these weird, like, neighborly things. Like, I, I was living in apartments for a while. Um, it, and people just, not that they're not friendly, but it's like they avoid eye contact at all. At all costs. Yep. And then I'm back in, like, a normal neighborhood with, like, single homes and stuff. And, they, you know, our street is great. We're friends with almost everybody, but there's a couple people who just avoid eye contact. It's like, what? Can't you even just do the neighborly high? Like, are you just that miserable that you don't want to talk to people? I don't want to have a conversation. Don't get me wrong. You know, 730 in the morning. I don't want to talk. I'm just getting in my car. But like, a, hey, how you doing? Good. All right. Yeah, some people just avoid it all. I was thinking about neighbors today because the house next to mine just went up for sale. And I always kind of fantasized about moving because it's super cute on the outside, at least. And I looked on the inside and I'm like, yeah, I need some work. But uh, so a lot of people, I've been seeing them come up to view the house. And I was thinking about the old guy who used to live there. And because I'm not at my house as much as I used to be, I'm like, shit i missed the drama did he die did he move into a <laughs> like now i'm seeing all these other families are they gonna live there are we gonna be neighbors what and then i was thinking julia who the fuck have you become what uh, that was just a weird little realization <laughs> anyway mendacious i'm i'm gonna flip-flop what i'm doing with the order because this is gonna help justin my sour is my mash communication issues Mm. you have a mouth fucking use it (laughs) i text me it takes five seconds don't don't just randomly invite people over and not fucking tell me about it so yeah yeah okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i'm going full hipster this episode y'all i'm drinking an ipa oh get the fuck out fuck out Ah! And so it begins. I'm the hipster of the group. I am. I've been called a lot of things. I've never been called a fucking hipster. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) I'm going to read this for Justin. Nope. The back of this is an elevated IPA. They're a local brewery. I'm a big fan of a lot of stuff that they do, but this is my favorite from them. And it says, drink me now. This IPA has been brewed with an obscene amount of the finest hops known to man. Is not meant to sit in the refrigerator. This gym is meant to be experienced fresh in all of its bitter, boldly hopped up glory. Get over yourself. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. He's excited. He no. is. <clears throat> my sour is my mash. It's fresh fucking beer. <laughs> what the unmitigated <laughs> fuck is fresh beer? What? If you, I, I don't think a lot of people from work listen to this. Um, I do have a, I do have a day job. Unfortunately, I got an email. Actually, I take that back. Bosses, 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 bosses got an email from this fucking dick nozzle brewery saying that they didn't like our display because there were too many there was some issue with the freshness of the beer. If your beer is that fucking precious that the freshness is the issue, make better fucking beer. Now. Wow. Okay. 
<laughs> I am drinking <laughs> Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yes. <laughs> As a salute to Rob. <laughs> oh my God. Fresh fucking beer. I drink I, your bourbon and move I, on. Are fucking kidding me? I I mean, we were having a conversation. Uh well, we meaning me and someone else who's like big into beer and how I'm going to a wine closeout uh, to, you know, taste the wines and probably buy stuff. And he's like, yeah, that's not a thing in beer. You would actively avoid any sort of quote unquote beer closeout. Like, no, no, run far, far away. Anyone who is there, run far away from them. I have some Bourbon County Stout that I legit forgot about since 2011. You know what? It was in a fucking box with some old jeans. Of I fucking opened that shit and it was just fucking fine. That it's a stout though. Stout. <laughs> Not a fresh IPA. <laughs> the point is, is we never know, and I've had this discussion many times. You never know how long something is ageable until you've actually aged it. I had a bottle mm. of 1994 Shiraz. It was like seven bucks on the shelf. Again, forgot about it. Many, many moves later cracked it open and i was like god damn i mean this was at least 10 years old now it was a grocery store wine it was not meant to age that well or at all (laughs) but this idea that your hops is so fucking precious that you have to drink it within 15 fucking seconds i think stone has an actual enjoy by bottling every year and they might have multiples but enjoy this motherfucker are you serious (laughs) (laughs) It's fragile. It's you don't a, understand. Fucking, the guy who <laughs> the guy who emailed me. By the way, let me pull up that actual. Oh, oh did there. you find the email? I found the email. Oh God. Okay. I found the email. For preface, if you gonna... haven't listened to our episode, our first episode with Rob Diana about whiskey reviews, go listen to that so you have an inkling of what the fuck Justin's even talking about. Here it is. Okay. So I'm not, again, I'm not going to read you the full email, but this is a brewer who took the time to email me back after I sent a mass marketing email. <clears throat> he opens with some bullshit about it. I didn't ask you to clutter my inbox, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but his, his, I can't get past the abhorrent portmanteau is how he fucking starts his email of the name of my business. That's what he was, he's referring to. Dear sir. <clears throat> um, while we share a first name, that is all we share on this planet. I bet, I bet you make fresh beer. <laughs> For all of you out there who think your fucking hops is that fucking precious that it can't wait in the bottle for 15 more seconds. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go out and I want you to grab some citra hops, some fresh, just really good, really great hops. And I want you to shove them up your ass. Oh, that sounds painful. Yeah, it should be, but it'll be fresh beer. Mm. For fuck's sake. Please don't make me spit my beer out all over my computer. It's fresh. It'll be fine. And actually, it's oh, actually, you know, I think that's our goal at this point. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, his end game gets you to spit the beer out and pour some whiskey, girl. Yeah. Are you kidding me? So, fresh beer? The main, 
the main topic, and I think that we've all already agreed on this, is are hipsters ruining everything? Yes, end of episode. Thanks for coming. No, I, I have another question. As we were pandering earlier, are, are hipsters still a thing? Or have they morphed into something else? Are they now the folks that are running with the whole quote-unquote fresh beer craze? The IPA hophead lovers. Are they the nat- natty wine people that are driving that insane craze? So I, I guess my question would be, do we still see man buns? Do we still see beanie hats in summer? Do we still see some bearded fuck wearing a nerdy t-shirt, supposedly ironically? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yes. Okay. I was just an Going to guess they're still there? Yes, they are. <laughs> So there's going to be a lot to unpack on this episode. Let's start with the man bun. There are three, I re- and I quote, three reasons in this world to have a man bun. Number one, you are a sumo wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two, you are training to become a sumo wrestler. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. What's number three? Number three. You were hired for a film to portray a sumo wrestler. Wow. What what if you're a retired sumo wrestler? Okay, well, that qualifies as sumo wrestler. Once (laughs) once a sumo, always a sumo. Um, And that's a hashtag. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you on the man bun thing. Get a fucking haircut, you dirty fucking hippies. (laughs) Are are hipsters just modern day hippies? No. What? No, so hippies are like, you know, they're into nature and they want like good stuff and, you know, maybe a commune or something. Hipsters are just taking like faddish things and kind of shoving them into a package and saying, aren't we awesome? But I love avocado toast. Don't take my avocado toast away from me. I will make it in my own kitchen and I'm not going to pay twenty one and a half dollars for it at brunch in New York City. But I love avocado toast. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I'm okay with the avocado toast. I, yeah. me and my kids love it, so I'm avocado, not complaining yeah. there. I, yeah, leave the goddamn avocado toast alone. It's healthy-ish. It's toast. And again, most people who are hipsters, and again, this this is one of those things where we're trying to decide whether a hipster, a millennial, and whether it's a generational thing. I, I I was in I was in Chicago. One of my first um, uh, GM. Uh, positions was uh, running this shop in a very hipster-ish neighborhood of Chicago. And at a certain point, I just decided to have fun with it. We had signs on the on the wine bottles that said, hey, those yoga pants are going to look great on my floor. We had a hipster <laughs> special. It was PBR and blue, some kind of like blueberry wine from Illinois. Or oh, something. God. Um, <sighs> and they fucking bought it. Oh, my God. They're like, dude, man. They, may, they, they don't sound like that, but they bought this shit because, and I, I remember a very specific engagement that I had with a, a couple who was coming up to, to, to the register and that I think they had purchased like goose. So one of the goose Island beers, I don't remember which one I was like, Oh man, you hipsters really love this stuff. Huh? And the girl slammed the beer down and she's like, I'm not a fucking hipster. And then she walks out like it was some kind of fucking upfront simmer down. <laughs> 
You're not <laughs> simmer down. You're not protesting Vietnam. You're just wearing a beanie. Like, why is that? Why is that? A, what the fuck? So anyway, yeah. I so are hipsters still a thing? Is the question? Or have they morphed into these other things? What the hell? What is a dehydrated fruit cocktail? What the hell are you talking about? What is that? I'm dehydrated fruit thing. in a cocktail. In cocktails like oh, oh. like a like a Definitely. dehydrated orange slice in your old fashioned. Oh, it's not just an orange slice. It's a blood orange slice. Mendicious. Come on, please, get it. Please right. tell me that's not a thing. Oh, it is. On. I totally do it. <laughs> it is. It is definitely a thing, especially we, in the past. You have a dehydrator. Why are we dehydrating things? For garnish, but then you can't even eat it. That was Why a good one. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. No, yes, it's you can. Not. After it sits in your drink, and then it rehydrates, and it's just no. the alcohol. Oh yeah. No, I have a question for Rob. Hydrate nearly enough. That was the whole <laughs> great point a, about I have a question for Rob. Why are you dehydrating something that you're just going to put in fucking liquid to rehydrate? So then, so I would not (laughs) because (laughs) I I don't cocktail. You know, it's just not a thing normally. Um, Got it. Except for an old fashioned. You know, I well, there's like a couple. Um, unless they muddle the fruit in the old fashioned, and and oh, oh, you mean it was old fashioned? I can teach you all about those. Hey, yeah. Oh, geez, there's Uh, yeah. It's like. For summer. I, you know, I'd well, rather have a fresh beer. I, no, actually, you know what? I would rather someone muddle the fucking fruit, all of it. Like you want to muddle the cherry, and it's like mm. one of those cheap ass maraschino cherries. Oh yeah, it is. Sure. Have at it. Mm-hmm. Regular orange slice, muddle the shit out of it. No, you me some shitty, oh, really bitter IPA bullshit. Fine, get out. <laughs> What are you saying? You don't like a 51 and a half thousand IBU beer in front of you? That's a session IPA? <laughs> Dear America. No, no, wait. I, the, we have a session IPA. No, no, Hi, we have an IPA that you can really drink a lot of in one sitting. I'm all for that. Have at it. Get drunk. Is that is that what session IPA means? No, session means you legit, it takes you all fucking day to drink. Not why dogfish head 120. Oh, that's great. Is a session IPA supposedly. Really? It's it's just a sucrose bomb. Wait, so why wouldn't they call it a marathon IPA? Because that makes a lot more sense. See, a session IPA, I think you can drink a lot in a session, or it took one session to come up with the idea to create the IPA. They Um, have like 90 and Did I have the session idea wrong? Further definition is true. Most session purists demand that the style be defined as an ABV no. The three or four percent AB. Okay, there's. Oh my God, we've muddled. Oh, this is why we shouldn't do things because when we Google things, we go down another fucking rabbit hole. And now there's purists about the goddamn session IPAs. You know what? We're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave it alone. Hipsters. Hipsters. Here's here's one for you. I found a great BuzzFeed article of all the shit supposedly hipsters have ruined. Have hipsters ruined exercise? What? How do you mean? Are the hipsters part of what was slash has become the CrossFit slash and or I have to have a metal to do it tough mutter thing? I mean, also you say hipsters and exercise. I think Peloton. Does that tie into this? That, too? That's, that's like newer. Tough mutter was a big thing like 10 years ago, but CrossFit yeah, is see. still a thing. 
Yeah. CrossFit. I mean, I could see the Tough Mudder thing, but even that, that, that's like a bit hard and that doesn't sound like a true hipster ideal. They would like the idea, but not want to do all that, right? So so are hipsters lazy? Is that what we're saying? I didn't say that, but like, you know, the (laughs) Tough Mudder is actually kind of difficult. I think they're into self-preservation. Okay. And with a Tough Mudder, you would probably hurt yourself, potentially. Potentially, yeah, they have like what is involved and in climbing and running and exercising. Like, I, 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 hadn't, and shit. I hadn't clicked on this before. I now I'm reading this. This is the horses. They've ruined horses. I what? What? what did they do to horses? I they bikes. Hey, it's. A- I didn't read half the article. I pulled choice things from it, like dehydrated fruit and cocktails and weird glasses. Oh God, no! Can we not? Light, light bulbs, light bulbs. Those are those are actually vodka bottles light. that they've that they've reused as. Are they really? Yeah, I, I saw. Yeah, they're, they're they use them. They make at, a gin, um, and I think they make a whiskey as well. Whiskey cakes, whiskey yeah. cakes serves cocktails in those haircuts. What is, what is light bulbs? Crates, waiting rooms. What, Wait a minute, hold on. I'm very have a spindle. One, this isn't this isn't an actual article. It just is a picture listicle. <laughs> from BuzzFeed. It literally says well, it's, it's BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BuzzFeed. But usually they have a sentence or two explaining yeah. and then like linking to something else. No, this is 50 things that hipsters have now ruined for the rest of us. And then it's just number one, bikes. And there's a picture of a penny farthing. What is I'm confused. I'm very what? confused by that article. How and I'm often confused by BuzzFeed because number one, what is BuzzFeed? I would like to talk about beverages for a second. Okay. Mainly kombucha and why? My sister is makes her own kombucha. She has like this. I don't. What do you call it? Like the 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 parent yeast thing that she's been growing like seriously for ten years. Called sourdough. I mean, I don't know what it's called in kombucha, but it's you're making sourdough. Just make fucking sourdough. Well, this is like a layer of liquid at the bottom, and then like the yeast is on top. It's kind of weird. But anyway, she's she's been into that shit for, since before it was a thing. And it's have you ever had it? Yes. <laughs> I don't I don't understand fermented tea. It's yeah, like these people it's who buy it, it. So it's amazing. People are buying hard kombucha, but they're also buying non-alcoholic spirits. Just drink tea. <laughs> Figure it out. Put whiskey non- in the fucking tea. I, there, I just saw two fucking huge categories that don't it's need to be. Oh, the hot toddy. It's dump. delicious. <laughs> That's why we have that mug that says this might be bourbon. It's I bourbon. Do. It's a hundred percent bourbon. Have you have you seen the no the zero alcohol alcoholic drink thing, Rob? Yeah. We'll get to that yeah. in another episode. I, you should join us for that. We've got a guest actually who makes this stuff, which again. They make tea. I, I uh, yeah, I mean, it's like $34 a bottle. I don't I like my tea that expensive. Me either. Me either. I did buy a pound of my favorite tea, a, a, a pound of loose leaf tea oh. for $30. And, so, you know, yeah, you can make gallons seven with that. Years. Yeah. So yeah. I just bought my second bag, like 30 bucks for seven years of pleasure. It's, it's worth it. Let's, let's play a round robin. Okay. Hit Let's hop. Most hipster drinks you can order, thumbs up, thumbs down, obviously verbal because it's a podcast. Uh, whether you would order this, Lavender Collins. Yeah, I'd probably try yeah. that. Yeah, I'd try it. No. 
Fuck no for me. Lavender the flower. The girls say yes. The guys say no. Collins, no. Lavender. The Earl Grey French 75. Oh, that's French 75. I love French 75, but I hate Earl Grey. Got it. I don't mind. French 75 is a uh, gin drink. Yeah, yeah, then probably not. (laughs) I'm going to have to um, gin very well. I'm going to go with no. I don't know. Maybe, but how are they adding it to it? Because uh, we're not going that far deep. That's why it's called a round robin. Are, but, but, but are they replacing the champagne? Or no, no, no answering the questions. No, no, I'm not doing it. Fuck it. Okay, yeah, none of us are doing it. Cool. I'm also not doing that. The pickleback. Fuck no. Fuck no. no. Okay. Um, I'm going to stop there because the next thing is something called a carrot beet shrub. And all of those words sound ridiculous to me. <laughs> I would try that. Yeah, vegan. Hmm. <laughs> the oh, vegan. Yeah. <laughs> So Rob, you you actually inspired this. Oh shit! Um, you actually inspired this episode. So, what is the hipster hatred you feel even today? Like, where does this stem from? Who hurt you? <laughs> where did they hurt you? Tell us on the, I doll. the doll. Somebody, I was going to say somebody grab a doll. So you know, years ago. No. Um, I have a gnome. No, I don't know. It's a, oh my god, a gnome. So I, I have no name is Hubert. I have gnomes everywhere. Um, no, the hipster thing was just kind of funny because it's like, you, you know, and I hate to use the the term appropriation of culture kind of thing because it, it it's a very racially driven concept. But there is that idea with what hipsters have done, you know, like and just the weirdness of like, why are you wearing a beanie? in august like i i just don't get it um and some of it is like the i i you know i i'm a geek i've been a geek for as long as i've known and you know i I, i'm old and i've been a geek longer than these people have been alive like oh we wear this cool shirt it's like you never even saw the movie you weren't even born (laughs) like you can't quote star wars to me it just doesn't work that way um but it's also just like this, this whole persona of like, you get that feel with the hipsters that it's like, you know, they, they know better or they're easily offended. And, and I'm not saying I'm not easily offended, but it's like your story about the Goose Island stuff. Like, fuck, buy the Goose Island and then curse on the way out because it's good beer. Like, let's be reasonable, right? Um and just that that whole semi pretentious, but we're not pretentious, but we kind of are, kind of feel just drives me batty. But yeah, I get that. I, I encountered that, that was Chicago. Well said. <clears throat> that's very well said. I encountered in Chicago a sub category. I almost said subreddit of <laughs> hipsters called steampunk. And just Steampunk is not hipster. Hipsters. Justin, how dare you? Steampunk has wow. been around forever. Steampunk is amazing. Yes. <laughs> well, where I was, it was a derivative of hipster. No. God. Oh. Did they take that over too? No, they did not. I'm just okay. saying this is what I learned. But I, I went also, to this. Well, I you learned do. wrong. Wow. I went okay, to this. Well, Go I ahead. went to the steampunk capital of the world because it's in New Zealand. And when I heard about it, I'm like, 
fuck yes. There was not a goddamn single motherfucking hipster to be seen. Okay, son? No. <laughs> okay, Great. well, let's, uh, let's well, uh, this is an educational show, very documentary <laughs> style. So why don't we just, why don't we break down the difference between a hipster and a steampunk, since clearly I have struck a nerve with all of you and I don't fucking know how. <laughs> because steampunk <laughs> is mystical science magic going back to the, hearkening back to an era of awesome. It, it's, oh. it's like Victorian era meets industrial revolution in the 1800s. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, I, I think one of the defining things with hipsters, too, is like this traditional, or not traditional, but a common sense of what their fashion is. You know, I, I, I made the ironic t-shirt comment, but it's, like, you know, they wear, they're typically in flannel, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. You know, they're not going to dress in the steampunk outfits because that's just kind of out there and yeah, nerdy. I was going to say, that's awesome. really too out there. Yeah. way too out there and see with steampunk there are endless ways of expressing yourself via your costume pieces where a hipster is compared to that is very streamlined yeah true interesting interesting i do want to pull up wikipedia and i want to see what they say about <clears throat> hipsters hipster First thing, not to be confused with hipster, 1940s subculture, or hippie. Okay, so apparently... 1940s? The term hipster from the 1940s. The term that we use... Stereotypical fashion elements include vintage clothes, alternative fashion, I don't know what the hell that is, and a mixture of different fashions, often including skinny jeans, checkered shirts, knit beanies, and full beard. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay. okay. Skinny jeans, no man should ever, ever fucking wear skinny jeans. Rob, you just took my rant. Sorry. I was gearing <laughs> up for a fucking skinny jean. It was going to be a 94-minute fucking soliloquy. Well, thank you, Rob. Okay. Skinny jeans. <laughs> Saved ourselves so much time. Just okay. cut to that chase. Yes. If you were wearing skinny jeans, you're not a guy. I'm sorry. Okay, there you go. That's all I got. I just don't stop, stop fucking words. It is not phobic. It is none of those things. <laughs> stop defining yourselves by what you fucking wear. I've been wearing the same clothes since I, I jeans and a t shirt for decades. Do I give a flying fuck? No. Have I ever tried skinny jeans? No. Skinny jeans are not a thing. Also, why are we wearing Mrs. Riley glasses? For those of you who know what My Cousin Vinny, the movie is, you'll understand the thick rim glasses reference. If you don't, then you're going to hell. But why, why do we have to define ourselves by what we're by a, by a fashion sense, I have, which I have zero, and I will admit to that. But also, why are you, what are you rebelling against? To the group, what are they rebelling against? What are the hipsters rebelling against? Societal norms. Wow, that is the most silent we've ever been on this podcast. <laughs> I was gonna say the patriarchy. Bro- no, that's why I I'm broke. I wrong. broke the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Where do we go from here? 
<laughs> my brain has stopped to function. I let's 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 bash hack for two seconds before we wrap this up. I kind of feel like the whole hipster movement started with or at the same time or part of the whole craft beer movement. Mm. Yes, no, maybe so. Oh, I can definitely see that. I definitely associate hipsters with craft beers. With craft beer, especially (laughs) insane uh, IPAs. You know, you got the bearded, like the full beard, the flannel, the tattoos, the beanie, the man bun under the flan- under the beanie. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd say they go hand in hand. Does yeah, anybody I- know what an actual IBU is? International bitterness unit. Yes. <laughs> I call it levels of hatred, actually. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm down. Um, but... No, it, it, and and I don't want to associate hipsters with the craft beer movement because craft beer was actually good for a decade at least. And then it hit its peak right around the time that IPAs became hugely popular. At which point craft beer was kind of like, we have to make an IPA. It's like, I... I I, I can I get a stout or a porter in summer? I would yeah. love that personally, cool. but yeah. like, why? Why is the menu ninety percent IPA at that point? You're killing me. I have to talk about a beer. I go ahead, Justin. No, go absolutely not. No, no, no. You go first. I was just gonna rant about fresh hops, but go on. <laughs> well, um, talking about having a stout in the summer fades into what I was going to drink tonight, but I'm out of them and I brought them home and I make everybody taste it because it's the most bizarre thing I've ever had in my life. It is called a black IPA. It is like, is that like a slightly malty IPA? Like if a stout fucked an IPA, but the IPA genes won. Oh, weird. Had to have been made by a hipster. It had to. It's, it's, it's not, it's not bad. It's not, it, it, it's not good. I've, I have yet to have a black IPA or a Bly PA, as I like to call them. Um, Bly PA? Bly PA. Um, no, I don't call them that. I've had like two of black IPAs because there's only like three. Um, so you've had two thirds. Good on you. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> like legit. There's like three of them out there. Um, yeah. IPAs. Let's, let's unpack this because this is a boo show. Um, yeah. I do think that bearded people ruined, I say that with a beard, um, <laughs> have ruined beer. Um, because you used to be able to get a refreshing beer or a not refreshing beer, like a Porter or a stout. They, this brewery in Chicago used to make this amazing smoked Porter. I legit wanted to fucking wear that shit as cologne if I wore cologne, but <laughs> It was incredible. This smoke porter bacon fat thing going on. It was fantastic. They stopped making it and instead started making 64 different versions of IPA. Dear America, enough with the fucking hops. Enough with the fucking IBUs. Just make something good. Just make something balanced. Make something people want to drink. And if I hear one more person complain that their beer from the brewery to the to the 
person's house has to stay cold the entire time when we have been drinking fucking beer since the goddamn beginning of fucking civilization you people can't make a fucking beer that i i have the goddamn vaccines don't have to be cared for that as much as your fucking beer does with the fucking cryogenically frozen bullshit are you kidding me with this shit i mean i was gonna say earlier when rob had mentioned something about fragile beer yeah, there are some beers that literally need to be refrigerated or they explode. Like what? Oh yeah. Then that don't sounds make kind them. of awesome. Um, yeah, so like why don't, why don't you <laughs> the science experiment stable enough so they don't explode? Mm. There's mm. a fucking clue. There's an idea. How about take an extra 10 minutes instead of putting the ninja turtles on the goddamn can? Take a few extra minutes and make sure that your beer doesn't blow up in my face. There you go. Yeah. One more for you. Because talking about beer, just have hipsters ruined coffee? Probably. Nitro, nitro, cold brew. You know, no. And I'm going to go directly into a space that, you know, normal coffee people don't. Hipsters are those people who buy the raw beans from people, roast it themselves in an oven, grind it themselves and the whole bit. Like, it's a whole thing. Now, I don't know why, because, like, how much do you need to know how to roast coffee appropriately so that it doesn't suck? Like, there are companies that do this for a living. Why? Why in God's name are you trying to roast your own beans? And yes, they're using, you know, a manual grinder because you have to, I'm sure. Yeah, a little crank. There, make a pot over 10 minutes. Oh, God. Um, that's the thing. It's a, it, I don't think they've been able to touch coffee because Starbucks ruined the concept of coffee years ago. Now, I say this as a Starbucks coffee drinker. Like, I walk in and I say, hey, give me a grande dark roast because it's the only thing I drink from there. They normally don't have it and I have to wait for a pour over because they're busy making fucking frappuccinos. Which is coffee. You missed his bunny rabbit ear quotes. Mm-hmm. But, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As the listeners out there. Coffee, I'm like, Bleh. all of it's gross. All of it's bad. So we've had actually had a coffee expert on the show who was brilliant. Oh. You know, last season, brilliant guy. Um, I, I'm with Rob on this one. I, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm a mocha person when it comes to coffee because you can't fuck up a mocha. You can fuck up a cup of coffee very easily. It's the same reason I like chicken tenders when I go to specific, specific <laughs> restaurants it's because I don't trust you to make anything else. Because, And this has only happened twice. You cannot fuck up a chicken tender. It comes mm. from the same factory. Type, there's literally one manufacturer of chicken tenders on the planet, even though there's 50 different brands. There's one. And they fucking come from the same fucking factory in Idaho <laughs> and they fucking package them in 15 different packages and they sell them to every fucking restaurant. You can get a box of them at Costco. You can't fuck it up. And yet it's only happened, it's happened a couple of times. But um, I was going somewhere with that. Don't remember where I was going. Now I kind of want to check it together. 
Um, I agree with Rob on coffee. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. No, I agree so with Rob on coffee. How can I fry some mushrooms, like bread and fries? Yeah, and I am so I, hungry. Right? Yeah, no, I, we actually, I, I'm, I'm happy. Another drink. Like, I'm very glad my wife was starving when I came home because I made dinner early. We had um, we had um, tomato soup and patty melts. Um, oh, God, I love it. Oh, my love makes patty melts. They're so fucking good. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Should we should we continue bitching about hipsters and, and IPAs and fresh beer? Because I could go on. Or we can we end can, the episode and have Rob back. Four episodes, so we should probably just wrap it up. I feel like we should just wrap well, it up because we can go on. I do have one question. There's okay. this weird thing that popped up a couple of years ago. The hazy IPA. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you oh, hazy curious? Are you curious? <laughs> I actually curious. wanted to bring it up because I wanted Justin's reaction more than anything. <laughs> Son of a gun. I there will, the the hazy universe will be getting a fucking letter from me. Um, <laughs> just fucking make beer, man. Just just make beer. You don't have to fucking respond to my emails. Just fucking make beer. Oh god! Oh, Somebody land the fucking plane because I'm gonna go oh, off boy. on the hazy rant here. Too late. Too fucking late. <sighs> Hold on. I'd like to present my hazy beer. A pledge? It's like ant killer or something. <laughs> it's just lemon pledge. It's lemon pledge. Mine is fucking well be. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, shout out to Rob for uh, the hipster episode idea and for joining us in our rant this evening. Um, make sure that you follow him on his socials at Rob Diana and join us next time when we discuss those assholes who only want 120 IBUs. Fuck those hipsters. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Follow us at Swig and Ramble on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers!